It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where being almost holy is just the starting point, and holiness in Christ is the destination, with your host, Victoria Faith. Welcome, lovely people, to another episode of Almost Holy. This is your host, as always, Victoria Faith. I don't know why I was um, sounding like that, but anyways, welcome. I feel like it's been a long time. I'm happy to, I'm happy to be back with you all and sharing things that God has placed on my heart. Before I even get into the episode, I want to give y'all a quick update on my flooring situation. A couple months ago, my apartment flooded and I never let y'all know basically what happened. So long story short, they ended up redoing our entire floors we got new flooring and we have we also got new vanities in the bathroom and so it's like a brand new apartment it was was a little remodel so that's just a random side note before i even get into the episode that yes you may be going through a storm right now or you may be experiencing some type of inconvenience or discomfort Uh, but know that there's something better on the other side. If you don't believe it, that's okay because I am believing it for you and I believe the Holy Spirit will open up your heart to seeing the, the possibilities of what God has in store for you. So today's episode, let's just get into it. It's called A New Normal. Shout out to my mother for the name. Um, I'm excited. I was sharing with her what I was going through and about what I was thinking of this episode to be. And she said, this is what you should call it, a new normal. And I thought that is a fantastic idea because I'm really trying to figure out this new normal of my life as being a young disciple of Jesus Christ. It's not easy, especially when I'm a person, I'm trying to have fun. You know, I was a turn up mommy somewhat call me or vicky mac okay so i am no stranger to sin (laughs) i've lived that life but now knowing jesus i know he's calling me no more he's already transitioned me and transformed me in ways that i would not have imagined and would not be able to be accomplished without his spirit so it's about me continuing on this journey of my new normal um, as I follow Jesus and the fun times, the challenging times, but at the, end of, at the end of the day, knowing that Jesus is better than the things of this world. So that's what keeps me going. And I know sometimes, I don't know if I talk about maybe why, I mean, I'm sure I do, but Jesus is why. He's why sacrificing your flesh is, even though it sucks in the moment, he's the reason why I'm okay with it because he's better than the best thing. Um, so I also don't want to make this, these episodes like you have to do, um, this task and you have to complete this assignment to, um, be a believer of Jesus. That's like, you know, that legalism stuff. And that's not what I'm trying to do because God changes you from the inside out through his spirit. But I'm also aware of the point of the spirit is to transform your life. So your life should look different as you begin to know Jesus. And as you spend time with him, when you spend time with people, of course, um, who they are will become, will begin to reflect in your life and spending time with Jesus, our savior, 
God in the flesh? You don't think that you're about to change a little bit because of it or a lot of it? And so being aware and open and willing to allowing the spirit to move through me, I understand that I will have to deny my flesh. And that's okay because I don't know what's best for me. I really don't. And you don't either. God does. So allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and really once you give your life to Jesus, your your life will look different and you will have this new normal. And it can be difficult transforming and doing something you've never done before if that's where you feel like God is leading you to or you feel like God is telling you to give up something and you're like, that's nothing I've never done before either. Um, but I do believe that the Holy Spirit will is is able there to assist you because that's that's his purpose. And this episode kind of came to be from an experience a couple of weeks ago. I had um I went to a day party in LA and I was like, okay, this isn't the club, you know. I which I don't really like anymore, but I'm like, it's a day party, it's just, it's wholesome, right? It's wholesome. Um, but I also went while I was on a Daniel's fast. It was my first fast that I'll definitely share. Um, if not this season, definitely next season or whenever, um, because that was really interesting and I probably shouldn't have been there anyway. Probably should have been spending time with God. But like I said, that was my first fast <laughs> and God is still working on me, I, but I, I tried. I tried a lot. And if you aren't familiar, a Daniel's fast is basically a plant-based fast um, from the book of Daniel, which is why I said I was reading it a couple weeks ago. Um, so just basically fruits and vegetables and nuts and beans and all that stuff um, for for three weeks. And that was an experience of itself. I'm still, I think, processing it, but I that's going to be a whole nother episode. Anyways, I go to this event and I'm sober and I was like, Holy Spirit, I need you to do your thing today. If y'all are on Instagram right now, that video is going viral, um, are being reposted, um, at least on my friend's page, um, with this lady from Family Feud and she's about to do, you know, fast money at the end of the show. And she's like, Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. And that's literally how I felt walking into this place because I knew there was about to be lots of alcohol, lots of weed, lots of just feel sin, honestly, <laughs> around me. And I'm like, I need God in this moment. But I really want to go because it's not like I was going there to, to do these things, but I wanted to have a good time. I wanted to meet people. I'm still relatively new to LA. So I was like, oh, well, this is a chance to, you know, really get into LA culture a little bit more and see who's out there because I've been inside for the majority of time that I've lived in LA. So during the event, um, I actually like, I stayed sober. It was great. And I was like, look at me go, but really the Holy Spirit, because I know me and I, I don't think my willpower is that strong. But anyways, I felt really proud of myself for like, you know, staying true to what I had. This party, we sat there for a second and I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is where God wants me to be. And I'm not on here to condemn anybody for going to these things. I'm just sharing with y'all my story. And 
I mean, I was irritated. I was like, dang, for real? Like, are you serious? This is where, this is where I want to make, this is where I'm able to make friends. Where do you expect me to go? And I know that these are very real feelings. And I know that I don't think all my friends in my life have to be believers or where I am in my faith because I think that's the that like that's literally the point of being a disciple is to share the good news of Jesus to everybody. But I knew God was like, but that's fine, but I don't need you to be in these environments like searching for friendships. That's not really what I had planned for you. So yeah, I don't need you to be doing this anymore. And I'm frustrated because like I said, I was having a good time and I was like, ooh, I can also have a good time in these spaces sober. So isn't that, isn't that good enough? Is that not a compromise here? Um, so I feel like me and God went back and forth until I just accepted that this is truly what he spoke to me. But also I can't say that I'm never gonna go out again or this is just... I'm, I've already completed this. This is me going through it in kind of real time. But I also know that this is where God is leading me to. But I think it's so funny us as humans, as we like bargain with God, like, well, you know, what if, what if I go to the club, but I, I don't partake in anything? Or what if, um, I, I don't know. I only go every other weekend and we try to like bargain with him. But God is like, I said what I said. Okay. I'm just wait for you. And so you get on board or really allow the Holy Spirit to like fully convict you to stop. Um, But I think even in that it speaks to the grace of God and the patience of him as we are stubborn as humans thinking that we know best, which we don't. Um, he still loves us and he still gives us time to be transformed into who God has called us to be. And that leads me to my scripture for this episode, which is out of second Peter, um, chapter one, one verses three through seven for those, for those of you who may not be as familiar. So second Peter, of course, is written by Simon Peter, who is an, an apostle. Um, he was one of Jesus's disciples while he was on earth. And Peter's a bad guy. You know, he's the one that who sliced the Roman soldier's ear off when they tried to take Jesus. So Peter, P- Peter's a cool dude. Um, and I remember reading these verses and having to sit with them. I had to like talk to Alex, my sister, about it because I'm like, have like we need to unpack this. This is Peter is saying so much. God is speaking through Peter in these verses. So, like I said, it's Second Peter chapter one, verses three through seven. It reads, "This is the um, NIV version. Also, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness." Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in this world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love literally love those scriptures because it's saying so much it's basically the pursuit the the journey of christian character and i think before um peter even gets to listing the attributes he's like 
immediately in, in verse three, he says his divine, God's divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Be, so it's saying because God is good, because he is glorious, because he is marvelous and is worthy of all of our praise. This is why we have the ability to live a godly life. This is how we have the ability to, to transform and create these new normals and create um, environments around us where other people will be attracted to the life that we have lived through the goodness of God shown through us. And so immediately as I'm reading these verses, I am just in awe because I'm like, this is what I'm going through. And it's not before we even get to from faith to goodness, which I think there's so much to say about the order. I think that by, of course, always acknowledging that it's because of God, it's because of Jesus and his and him being a sacrifice, we have the ability to even become more like him. It's like, this is gold right here. You could sit on these scriptures forever. And this is why I love the Bible. I'm clearly so excited. Um, and I think that it speaks to the process of what it means to create this new normal. And like I said, the Holy Spirit works from the inside out. So I love that the first thing going on to the next set of verses in this text is that it starts with, for every reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. So we're starting with faith. We have to believe. We have to have faith that Jesus conquered sin, hell, and the grave, right? Rose again just for us so we could have access to eternal life. We need to have faith that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. That's that's number one foremost. And that's not to ever be forgotten or minimized because we need faith. That is what gives us access to God in the first place, right? But because of that, now we're like, Peter's like, whoa, how about good? you add goodness to the mix? What does being good mean? Last week I taught, or two weeks ago in my episode, he's so good because he's so patient with us and allows us to learn for ourselves um, that that he's right all along. So how do we know to be good? And that's through Jesus' sacrifice. And so from faith to goodness to knowledge. And as you, be, as you start to be good, you're like, let me know more about who God is and about his character. And I believe that leads you to be like, oh, what God does, who God is, is always better than me. And so now I know that me not living in my flesh is actually what I need to do. I need to practice self-control because it's not what I want. It's about what God wants and, what, and who he is and where he's calling me to. Because as I begin to know him, I begin to not want to be like me no more. And I'm not saying not your personality. God gave you your personality. He handcrafted that to be so you. Know that. You are, I was at church right now and I'm definitely stealing it. Um, he said, you are one of one. You are a designer's original. So I'm not saying not to be yourself, but you realize the desires of my flesh, the the, the evil desires that, that he talks about later on in verse four, that, eh, you know what, they're, they're not, they're not, it's not really doing it for me anymore. And so I know, I know that I need to practice some self-control. 
And that's okay. And through that, we start to persevere through the trials in life. Because even though life gets hard and you want to give up and you want to go back, you know, because you know God and because you have faith that he's better than the best thing, that he's holy and worthy of every bit of our praise, that you will persevere through every storm. And what is the scripture, you know, from perseverance comes character. I believe it says that in Romans. And so I'm trying to get some character. I'm trying to have character that looks like Jesus. And so from perseverance to godliness and godliness, mutual affection, mutual affection to love. I think that 100% goes back to what I'm talking about of this new normal. It's not, he's not like, okay, well, you know, just do all these things. I don't, they're not tasks. They're like, it's the process of the Holy Spirit. And these are, these are lifelong things. It's not like a, okay, well, I got to love. I'm good. It's like, but where's your faith at though? Are you, are you being good to people? So I'm just like in all these verses. And I think that the, the two that I sit on right now are self-control and perseverance because in this new normal that I'm trying to navigate, I need to practice self-control. I need to persevere through my discomfort and my um, frustration with God right now that I can't make friends the same way that I used to. But I like I said at the beginning of the episode, God is better. And because I know that I'm willing to, to exercise self-control and persevere through the the ickiness of um of what it means to give up life as i knew it but that but but like that's okay because this new normal this place where god is taking me is some place that i could never go on my own and i think it's incredible and also before i move on i think that the fact that it starts with faith and not self-control people people come to christ and they're like oh i'm coming here you know to maybe um to work on my addiction to alcohol, right? Of course, like Jesus is a healer. Jesus will heal you from these diseases, right? But he it's not a behavior modification tool. He, You need faith. You need to know that Jesus is the source of it all, regardless of everything else around you. But as you begin to know him, then, then, then everything else will flow. So I think that's also important on our Christian walk as we create this new normal. We're starting with faith. And from faith, we're able to do, we're able to exercise self-control. This is your first episode listening. This is probably an episode that's not really like for you because as I was also studying this text, it's like this, Peter writes this book to people who have already, um, been saved. These aren't people of the world. He's writing to believers on how to grow spiritually and mature in your faith. So if that's not you, don't listen to me. Like start, like start with faith or wait till the end once I, you know, give space for people to commit their lives to Christ. But I think that when you know God um, and you know that he's taking you to a place you haven't gone before, um, that you will allow these things to happen because you know who God is and you know that none of this would be possible without him. So say, I don't know, say you maybe haven't gone to church before. Maybe that's you. Or maybe you got, God is calling you to share your faith with a coworker, but you never shared your faith before. Or you, 
or you what <laughs> or you maybe never forget you've never forgiven somebody that that that's holding you back right now in a place that God is trying to pull you out of or even or if you're like me you God is telling you to exercise some boundaries set and exercise some boundaries in your life and you're like oh this is new this is uncomfortable this isn't what I want to do and God's like yeah I know I know it's not what you want to do because once you do it and it comes to a place of completion People, everybody around you will know that it wasn't you. And then you're able to say, excuse me, sorry, <laughs> um, that you're able to say that the reason I'm able to be who I am in this moment is by nothing else than the power of God and his love. And therefore God gets the glory. It's like, we don't, we can't accept this glory. It's not for us, but it, but it brings people to Christ. It always goes back to him. Don't you see it? Don't you get it? Your obedience is not just for you. It's for other people, which makes it even more exciting. Um, and so, so yeah, I just, I love it. And then as we persevere through hardships and all of these things and we know him more and more as we remain in him i think that um the this new normal that we start to live in becomes a lot more exciting because we realize that there's actual freedom in this and he's it, it what 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 we were doing pales in comparison to what now we have access to and yeah it was uncomfortable for a little bit but this new normal this new this new swag i got on caught the holy spirit oh yes this is like this is designer like i said this is top tier this is better than gucci and dior okay um <laughs> and so so yeah i think that is just while it's hard right this new normal that god is pulling you to towards right now i don't know what it is specifically but i believe that you know in your heart what god is taking you to but you're unsure of how to do it i believe that this week the holy spirit will move in you and allow you to have the power that you and will fully equip you to do exactly what god is calling you to in the name of jesus i truly believe that believe i'm believing with you that you will be able to do things that you've never done before and you're going to be able to know without a shadow of a doubt that it was because of God so um so yeah I I don't know what else I was gonna say I'm looking at my notes there was more um but also yeah some just some last minute things I was gonna say is just that as you are trying to figure this out one you know just be patient with yourself and give yourself grace God gives us so much grace Please, please be patient with yourself. Number two, believe that you will do what God is putting in your heart to do. Right now, I'm like, you want me to not go out to like functions that are like full of weed and alcohol? I'm like, how am I going to do that? Because that's fun to, that's, even if I don't do it, like that's, you know, what young people do. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm envisioning it. I'm envisioning that God will allow me the ability to get to where he wants me to do or where, where he wants me to go. So I believe he'll do the same thing for you as well. And number three, that's also knowing that the Holy Spirit is stronger than anything of this earth. And he's bigger than our discomfort and our uncertainty, our anxiety, our insecurity, our fear, everything. Um, the Holy Spirit is bigger than that and we'll be able to um, fully 
assist us in getting to the life that God has already envisioned for us. But he loves you though. Know, know that God loves you. I'm not like, oh, you got to do all these things for God to love you. God loves you. And I want to make that clear. Um, so as we serve, you know, the only living God, he will make a way out of no way. He's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. I don't know if I can say where that's from because I don't know about copyright stuff, but know that's who God is and um, know that he's got you at the end of the day. I believe he's got me, even though I don't know how I'm going to be making friends for real, for real. But that's okay because the new normal that we have in Christ is always going to be better than the old normal that we used to live on our own. And it's all going to be a testament, a testament to the goodness of our God. The only living God, which is, which is so exciting to be a part of. So, so yeah, y'all, the Holy Spirit was moving. I hope y'all like this episode because I enjoy um, recording it for sure. As always, I just, I love talking about Jesus and how he's working in my life and how, how he could, how he is, I'm sure working your, your life. You just have to open up your eyes, open up your heart and accept him, which wow, was a perfect segue to, um, just offering everyone a chance to commit their lives to Christ. Um, So that's you, just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I believe he is better than everything. And the new normal, the new life that I have with him is better than the life I used to live by myself. So today I follow you. I choose you. I am yours. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you said that prayer, congratulations. That was an awesome choice. Um, And you'll be, you will, God will surpass your wildest dreams. I do believe that. Me, Me and God now, look, we have a track record. I have a track record of God working in my life. And I know that track record will, can also be seen in your life because that's who he is. That's who he is. He loves us. He loves us so much. He died for the world. Um, so yeah, if you just have questions, of course, hit me up on the gram at Almost Holy Podcast. And I hope y'all um, enjoy the rest of your week. And I will be back next week for more Almost Holy. God bless. Thanks again for listening. If you would like to connect further, follow me on Instagram at Almost Holy Podcast. God bless.